very pleasant good after Monday noon. Right. Welcome to the CHGO Bears podcast brought to you on a very sort of odd Monday, if you will. A lot of news. Why is it odd? There's a lot of news swilling around this city that uh, we're going to maybe touch on tomorrow as far as my football team on the college level that I root for. And I thought just a phenomenal interview and uh, big-time statements from Darnell Mooney with Caitlin Sharkey over at WGN. Great job, Caitlin yeah. was in friend studio with show. us. Last friend of the show was in here last week, so shout-out to Caitlin. Great job. And, uh, and you, Greg Braggs, raising the bar on some perhaps uh, Bears records to be broken in 2023, Mr. Mm-hmm. Optimistic. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got into it on After Dark last week, you know, and our, with our guy Lester Wilfong from Windy City Gridiron saying the potential of maybe the the passing record might not be there, but the touchdown record might be in sights. Then it got me thinking, what are some of the other records right. out there offensively for the Bears? And I think there's some that can be attainable this year. I mean, what else would you rather talk about on a Monday, July 10th? Hi, Nick. How are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you? Uh, Nick is uh, still on the DL. I know everybody's uh, – we got a big softball game tonight. And He's Nick, got the Hampton finger now. If you, you've ever you, met hey, Dan Hampton – his fingers all point in different directions, and he's now got the it's, Hampton pinky special. It's still facing in the right direction. When it happened, it was facing the wrong direction. But, again, I don't know where the splint's at, to be completely honest. You're not doing a good job of taking care of yourself, and this probably shows up in other areas of your life. And if you want to schedule a <laughs> session with me after the show, I'm willing to sit down with you on the couch, and we can talk about ways in which you Gives can— Gives you a competitive advantage on the— Ping pong table. I he did need, beat me last time. I don't really need a competitive advantage, but um, <laughs> let's let's talk big. All right, so here we'll, we're going to get to the, the some of the records here and some of the numbers and set some goals here as we plan a big bear season in a second. But so uh, Darnell Mooney sitting down with, with Caitlin Sharkey. I don't know if people have, have seen this interview, but there's a couple highlights that I want to just run through here. Number one, I mean, of most concern is that he says that his ankle is fine. He's good to go. Um, he, but listening to him talk about it, it feels like he's saying it. Quick, quick with it too. Yeah, and it, 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 it still leaves a little bit of doubt in your mind that he actually is okay, even though he has been out there working out mm-hmm. with Justin and Claypool and whatnot. So... I mean, first and foremost, it seems like he's at least getting close to being 100%. Yeah, when Caitlin asked Darnell about, you know, will he be full go by training camp, and you kind of alluded to there, right right there, Mark, he said he's been out there with Justin and the guys, so it will be the same thing in terms of kind of going out there, being, you know, running routes on the field and just getting acclimated with everybody. But the hope is that he can be healthy enough to, to go for training camp and just be – full go because I was just I was re-watching some tape of Darnell Mooney earlier today and like he changes what the Bears can do with the speed on the field just stretching the the defense vertically the Bears need that and he's he's obviously a guy that Justin trusts and Darnell trusts him as well there is no way the Bears are going to be successful in 2023 the way they want to be successful the way Mooney is talking about being successful Mm -hmm. unless Darnell Mooney is Darnell Mooney in my mind there is not enough depth at that position and maybe Chase Claypool will be a whole lot better, but they need they need the full moon. The full moon's <laughs> got to be out. To mentor uh, Tyler Scott, you know, at the very least, because maybe Tyler Scott, you know, I'm not going to say replaces him because, you know, it's yet to be determined if Tyler Scott can ever get 1,200 receiving yards in a season, but that's a really good mentor because they have comparable styles of games. At sure. least it looks 
you know, on its surface. I'm excited to see it at camp. Well, and that dude tank, my dude, Mooney looks yoked. That part is actually interesting because he's quote unquote yoked because he couldn't run. Yeah. Right. So and he said that in the interview. Yeah, he goes, well, I haven't been able to work out my legs as much, so right. working on my upper body, and he definitely has, so good, good on him to find something to do. So let's read between the Mooney lines just a little bit. He was not allowed to run. Right. Mm-hmm. That is a significant injury. I mean, this has been – he got injured in November. Mm-hmm. It is July. He has spent the – a good portion of his offseason not running and get in and getting his Arnold Schwarzenegger on so and he looks great I mean dude shows up at the beach he's gonna he's gonna turn a lot of heads but it's just interesting that he's he's gotten that big because he hasn't been able to work out the way he normally would work out in an offseason well it's it didn't just happen overnight like getting that big he, he works. He had right? to work at it, right? So, obviously, he wasn't able to run in initially. And you know this, Nick. I would know gonna, because he, I'm still trying it, and that he, pisses me off seeing Darnell Mooney the size that he is, and I feel like I've been doing <laughs> workouts forever. I'm still the same freaking size. So, it, I uh, felt a get, little... You get jealousy. real mad when I pass you up, Nick. Yes. See, it's just, it's just not cool. Don't lift up that shirt. I won't for now. <laughs> Next year, though, I'm going to do this show with my shirt off. Next Ooh. year, guys. But... Right? It takes time to do that. And and, uh, and all the proper nutrition and everything else that you don't necessarily, you know, aren't doing or don't have or whatever. But I guess the question would have been if I could have asked one since he said he hasn't been running for most of the offseason. We've seen on his social media where he has been recently Mm -hmm. running. So my question would be when was he able to start running again? Right. Right. And. I'm guessing, but watching that interview and even hearing him say that he's okay, I still I, I anticipate there's going to be times during training camp where Darnell Mooney is, uh, you know, taking a day, taking a couple of days to let his body recover as he builds back into this. But moving forward from his health, he, you know, he's asked about the chemistry and second year coming in. He, he calls it, quote, extremely important to have that chemistry. And then he goes full all in. We have to win, he said. Mm-hmm. There's no waiting and seeing how this thing grows, and it starts off week one. We have to win. Yeah, he said, I'm sick of losing at one point. Mm-hmm. So, you know. You know, it's, it's, he said week one, and I'll tell you this. I, I got a chance to talk to Travis Gibson uh, recently. He said the exact same thing about tone setting. Like, it starts in Green Bay. Like, I think that's, I mean, we're hearing it again. It's, what, two players out of all the, the roster, but – it seems like that's a focus right now, guys. It's not like let's wait, a, you know, a quarter into the season. We want to set that tone with Jordan Love coming to town against, you know, the Bears in you think, week one. You think so. they were watching our After Dark where I planted my flag on this conversation? Yeah, you go ahead. Lose your mind again. I don't about need to how, lose no, my no, mind. No, 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 no. It was actually during the afternoon show. I, I want when you I to lose up. your mind right now. You want me to lose how, my how mind? I'm not going to force it, but it, it, I can't overemphasize enough week and it will continue to be brought up as we get closer to week one week and by the time we're a week away from it i am going to be losing my mind on this show of how vitally and important it is for the bears to beat the packers week one it is at soldier field they do not have a quarterback that's going to the hall of fame anymore we cannot let packers fans laugh at us one more time over, we have to plant our flag as the team. Peter Bukowski, the most hated podcaster Here comes Bukowski. on the opposite side of our fence, 
admitted we have the better quarterback heading into week one. So we have to keep that the case. We cannot give them an inch, not an inch. If they lose that game, I don't even like phrasing it like that, but it's the truth. If they lose that game, it's catastrophic. Catastrophic. It's catastrophic. Catastrophic. Did you? How much of that was manufactured? It was. I truly believe I, that. I, I, I mean, know, the I second know. the schedule came out, that was the first thing that came to my head. Like, destroy them, it will be catastrophic. 199 yeah, super chat from go. Mariano uh, Tenuta. Darnell Mooney looking as jacked as my guy Braggs. Don't Thank you, you Thank don't you need Tenuta. to Mariano Mariano like it could have been yeah could don't been, oh, but don't okay. install in Greg's doing a great job Nick's, though Greg you're doing a great job hey to I the appreciate plan, it. you're working so. hard too Mark's just you know slacking you're over not there working hard you just don't eat and I'm working out don't you, sell me short me what, and Nick are doing things over here you're just. You know, getting comfy. What, what, what is your okay? We'll talk after the show. I'm, I'm I don't buy that you're working out what, five days a week. You don't what? lose weight. You don't doing, lose do, weight doing one or the other. Ru- you have to do both. You have to work out and you have to die. Swimming diet. five feet in your pool. Is that that, swimming five feet. I have a <laughs> five day a week workout routine. I have to do. Don't even give so me take that. A, take a video. The other it. thing with the Mooney interview before yeah. we get yes. off of it. Go back to that. Yep. Before we get mm-hmm. off of it. And I hate bringing it up because I know there will be people in the chat that get so mad. Oh, you're trying to find the negative. But the other thing that did stand out to me was where Mooney talked about getting to know his teammates. And he talked about how, you know, initially he may or may not have liked some guys. I, I got and the, you, yeah, I got, pull, I got the Let's quote. hear the quote. S- some guys I probably didn't like at first. And then I grew a relationship with them. I now know their character. I know why they act the way I know I know why they act that way. I love them for the way they are. Gee, I have no idea who he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> I mean, it's not the third string quarterback. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone's going to get mad, but the every anybody with any kind of common sense, the first guess you're going to take to that is Chase Claypool. And it's interesting. I'm not saying it is. We don't know for certainty. But if we're going to play the you know hypothetical game here, if it was Chase Claypool, you know, it makes sense. You oh. know, because the there if you peel back some of the onion on this, the layers, there was the one video during the offseason where Chase is going through uh, Hallis Hall. You know, and, TikTok, it, yeah. and at one point he's like, Darnell hates being on camera. I'm going to put my camera right, in my yeah. pocket. And then he's like, hey, hey, Darnell, hey, Darnell. And Darnell's like, man, get this thing out of here. And you can hear in Darnell's voice that he's annoyed. And there were some people on Bears Twitter that took it m- further and made this big thing about it. I didn't. We didn't on the show. So I know everyone's going to freak out when I bring these things up, but it's just kind of the cookie crumbs. So it's interesting that Darnell kind of opened that up. If he is talking about Chase, sounds like there's a relationship that needs, you know, some massaging. It's a good call. I forgot about that moment in time. And then his further quote is, it's like having a brother. You're like, I do not like this guy. When you understand his story and understand the person, so okay. So the other thing too, because he's referencing last year guys that are carrying over. So do you think he's more so talking about because there was that moment where Chase was getting hot on the sidelines and Justin said after the game that that's not how we're going to be. 
So maybe that was where it rubbed him the wrong way. This new guy comes in and is trying to shake the cage a little bit. Who knows specifically yeah. what he's talking about? To me, he's talking about all of it. I mean, could be. And now they're hanging out. Yeah, now it seems like they're good and obviously getting to know the people. Like, again, he almost compared it to like a brotherly relationship. There are times where you just want to strangle your brother, and there are other times you're your best friend. But it, it kind of seems like things are Listen, better. The, the first time I was ever on a Zoom with Greg Braggs, I didn't even want to look at the guy. <laughs> I was like, who is this joker that they hired alongside me, and why do I have to work with some guy named Braggs in the stands? <laughs> And and now I'm like he's telling the truth. I am. And it, it was the and first meeting. It was in this room right behind these cameras. And, and, and he looked at me the whole time like, "Who is this jackass?" I, I, that's how actually Bragg's interpretation of was it. I probably it was. I, it was I, all I, over his face. And I probably was doing that. Like it, it would add up. I didn't. And I didn't. I didn't know Carmen Vitale at that time either. And and. Uh, you know, Carmen. You didn't give her the who is this jackass face. <laughs> no, only only yours jumped off the page the way it did. But and, and, and now and now we're we're just bestie buddies, buddy. That's right. You know, it's and, funny, Mark. You mentioned that because when you know we heard that you, we were bringing you on. Well, here it comes. Uh-oh. Like I remember you had invited me on to a. It was like a sports quiz show, and I was yeah. actually going against Gerald, who works for PHNX. You gave him the win over me, and so the immediate thing I thought of when Mark's coming here, like, that mother is rat <laughs> but, but it's all good. It's all good. I, I had some great explanations for the that show. and Sport and order. Yep, sport and order. I, yep. I, I, I gave the win to Gerald over you. You did, and that's so funny that we're all part of the same yeah, company now. But, but I, was a, I was a huge Moriano backer. I was, I, that, I, is, I, no, I, that is very I, true. Very I was true. pushing you. The first time I ever interviewed Nick, I was like, who the hell is this guy? I was just throwing fire on his bare knowledge i'm like somebody should hire this moriano and then uh well here we go five are. months later he there was it C- is him and uh he was he was chgo on it but that's the point well, is you get yeah. to know your teammates right. exactly exactly i mean you know danny parkin showed up in kansas city i was already working there i instantly hated him <laughs> thought he was the most arrogant dude on the planet and now parko's one of my good friends it apparent apparently good old uh darnell mooney did not like we're guessing, Whoever. but didn't seem yeah. like you liked Chase Claypool at all. And now they're hanging out at different suites and working out, and they're and we've got uh, we've got all sorts of buddies going mm-hmm. on here. On the, uh, if you if you believe the interview. Uh, <laughs> and here comes Kevin with the apparently airing of grievances point of the offseason. <laughs> hey, they teed it up. We're just following up and making it relatable because we all have been there, right? Everybody yes, in the chat, we 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 all know. Um, <laughs> it was also interesting to move off it for a second, mm-hmm. blocking out the critics, and he start and he and he almost had to like block out the comment as he was as he was going through it. There was a time when he was trying to prove people wrong, is what he sa- he was saying. Like he was, it clearly some of the conversation around him last year, is what it seemed like to me got to Mooney, that he wasn't a true number one, that he wasn't big enough, that whatever, that that. Uh, he's not that guy, and now he's just like, I mean, Fields is is. is I don't buy it though. Where he says I, I don't worry about it anymore. I agree. I know what I can do I, in this league. It's impossible to not, you know, have. It's human nature to be affected by criticism. We all get it. Right. I get plenty of it from all you, you, it, you know, but, yeah. loyal viewers of this show, and I appreciate the feedback. But it's impossible to not let it right. affect you in some emotional way, especially for somebody like Darnell in a contract year, where this stuff does affect the narrative and his perception of who he is in the league. It affects him 
you know, it affects his money. No, I mean, it makes sense. I, I think it's how you go about it. I think Mooney has his head on right. He knows how to take criticism. How You see how he worked throughout the offseason. He talked about that, too, actually, um, on just the rehab process of all this. He said that there were obviously some ups and downs. And, you know, Eddie Jackson was also going through his rehab at that time. And he said that they talked a lot and were – able to talk about life and yep. things outside of football. So leaning on some of the, the veteran presence that is in Hellas Hall to get a better understanding of how to go about things when they're not going in your favor. Yeah, and listen, some people will crawl under every rock to find what people are saying about them and then respond and try to make friends. Others will not necessarily do that and they might delete their social media like justin fields has reportedly done and mooney's not i don't think a huge social media guy others of us are going to live on reddit and look for everything that's being said at any moment they'll live on reddit but i'm aware <laughs> of what people say about me right it is right. brutal though it's brutal uh, don't go on there yeah no. well some of us you know sit here with our with the chat primed on their on their on their knee ready to what? Yeah, no, I, I stay engaged with our I'm viewers. Just I'm just telling you that I, I agree with you that Mooney cares, but I also think he's disassociating himself as much as he can from the noise so he can just stay in his tunnel is my point. And I think it's a, it's a good strategy for any professional athlete. If you're mm -hmm. sitting there worried about... Well, what's that old expression? If you're worried about what they're saying in the stands, you're going to end up in the stands or something to that effect. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that part of it, I've always been like, you know... If I was a player, I'd like to think I would just um, I'm wearing this uniform. You're I'm not. getting paid. You paid to get in here. No. Who are you kidding? Mm -hmm. You you I, would I, kill. I you would kill to be me. Everybody literally would. A lot of people would kill to be a professional some athlete. Like Kevin One Durant. That nobody some ever like thought. Kevin Durant <laughs> will go right into the teeth, and they don't hide from the fact and that he, they and read it all and they see it all. And he would be better off if he didn't. And there's others that act like they don't, but they do. There's very few. I'm not saying it's zero. There's very few that completely block all of that out. I mean, you'd have to be. You you would need to not have a cell phone to be completely honest. Like if you or a friend or a, friend, or a family exactly. member, exactly. like your your or aunt's go to the grocery store, like a cookout. Like oh honey, did you see that so and so saying this about you? Like no, but not, now now I have to look. They're this not up. RoboCop. Yeah, it's that's uh, how you handle James it. Thornton. Great call by you right there. Right. Right. These two have no idea what I'm talking about. No, do you go? Do you know James Thornton? I mean, I've watched the original RoboCop. Is that who played RoboCop? No. You know who James Thornton is? <laughs> James Thornton was a tight end on the Chicago Bears, and his nickname was RoboCop. And Come for, on. It's for all, right. all those My of bad. us Bears fans. My bad. You're Bears on the show. Fans. Sorry, when was this from? My bad. How, how long James ago was this? James Thornton. Uh, 90s? Well, is he from the black and white? Later. He, was after, he, was, he was after Emery Moorhead for sure. Although they might have played together. Hold on. We're going to get it right here from the good old law on the draw. Yep. James Thornton Bears. 88 law, I want to say. Sounds like a bum. Played 96 wow. games in the <laughs> NFL. Not 88, 89, 90 through uh, 95. Yep. yep. Right. I was just born in 94. Started 70 games. 70. Hey, that's... That's Average awesome. sixteen point four yards a catch in nineteen ninety one did Robo a fourth it. round draft pick. All right, all right. The Waddle era. I mean, sorry, that's a, that's James Thornton. That's, that's a good job there, by the way. 
1991, they went, the Bears went 11-5, and five, coached by the great Mike Ditka. Damn it. And uh, who was the quarterback? James Thornton. Jim Harbaugh was, was firing on the, the Bears the last time the Lions won a division title. <laughs> uh, quick trivia question. You didn't see. Neither of you saw him play. We're fish. Hey, Lawrence. Trivia. Better, Kevin, better player. Oh, we're pulling up RoboCop. Better running back, Neil Anderson or, or Matt Forte? Uh... I don't know the answer to that. I've 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 disparaged uh, Thornton, or I'm sorry, I've disparaged uh, Forte on the show, and I don't I don't want to do that again. I mean, Kevin like Forte. Anderson or Forte? Eh. Hmm. Would you rather have Neil Anderson? Or, <laughs> would you rather have Neil Anderson or Matt Forte? He's working. He's not on. Going with Forte. That's uh, your that's your guy. That's You're a Forte guy. guy. I mean, I mean Neil Anderson was our an guy. unbelievable football player. I just, just want to put that out there. He was Forte, the running back Forte, after Forte. Peyton. He He's was freaking in the awesome. top four. I loved, I loved Sayers. Neil. You know, Peyton Sayers, Forte, and Neil Anderson. Those are the four, right? Thomas Jones. Neil Anderson used to say, "Best idea, best thing you could do is you know, get give the ball to Neil Anderson. Just give the ball to Neil Anderson." Neil Anderson believes you should give a ball to Neil Anderson. Oh, I, I like it. That's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, I agree with you, Neil Anderson. Give ball to Neil Anderson. Let's go. It's my guy, That's Neil awesome. Anderson. Uh, <laughs> say good news. All right. Well, that, that will wrap up our, our Darnell Mooney. Moon, bottom line, as we wrap it up, great guy. We're rooting for you. Hope Cheers. you're healthy. Don't push it. If you need to take time off in training camp, even preseason games, let's just get you ready for week one. This seems like a very significant injury. So uh, working your way back, I still, you know, from a Bears podcaster slash fan, whatever, perspective, uh, long term is is way more critical Mm -hmm. than the short term always because we're trying to play the long game here and have you healthy for 10 years. So get yourself right. And you should also, Moon, get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. It is spring and baseball season. Happy All-Star break. Aloha shirts, straw hats, polo bags, uh, everything you need for a game. Our set decorations, thank you so much, Foco, uh, are there right for you. Look at our cute Justin Fields thing. That's amazing. Check out Foco, F-O-C-O dot com, or you can click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use that promo code C-H-G-O. You get yourself 10% off. Go check out Foco, you guys, and then you have to check out Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn here at CHGO. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And what's awesome is if you lose or even break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays good, going to give you the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two or more polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Shady Rays. All right, let's set some records here. Oof. Bears fans, Bears, this is a Braggs-created conversation, so all credit goes to Greg Braggs if this goes well, or if it doesn't, it's on (laughs) his shoulders. Um, The most passing yards 
in the history of the Chicago Bears. Don't look, chat. Who can get it? Who can get it first? We'll shout you out. Most passing yards in the history of the Chicago Bears. Hint. Well, it happened a year see, after I was let's born. Let's see if the chat's got it. Gary's gonna have it. There's no question. Yeah, there's they're looking it up. I can Mubs, feel it. you're wrong. Yeah. What a loser. <laughs> that is that ain't it, Mubs. It ain't it ain't six. Uh, we don't uh, Ah there it is. Gotcha, Mubs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gary got it. What'd I tell you? Yes. Gary's the first Nagy oh, no, got Mad Nagy got well, it. Everybody will cuddler. It's it is not it's not him. It is Eric Kramer. Three thousand eight hundred and thirty eight yards. What year was that, Greg? The greatest year of all time. Okay, so you don't remember the actual year. It doesn't matter. 1996. 1996. Okay. 1996 is the greatest 95. year of all time. 95. 95. 95? It says on the screen. 95. It says it on the screen. I can't read it. Well, My bad. You're 95 was year two, but 96 was better. It, it doesn't matter. Just but in life. The, I mean. bo- the bottom line is that the Bears have never thrown for 4,000 yards. I said I would shave my head if Justin Fields goes for 4,000 yeah. this year. Can Does anybody think that Justin Fields on this show – is going to make the leap from 2,200 just over yards last season to add 1,600, um, nearly double from what he did last year, 75% more in his third year in the league with Darnell Mooney and a Cole Komet coming into his own even more and a health, and a, I mean, I said Darnell Mooney. I meant to say DJ Moore and a healthy Darnell Mooney and a somehow some way found his way chase claypool and maybe some other cute stories that emerge along the way like a career year for dante pettis can we get does anybody <laughs> think he can cross 38 38 look this is the one record i was looking at all the records that we had in our rundown and this is the one i wanted to talk about because like you just mentioned it's a steep hill for justin fields to get there a lot needs to go right he would need to throw for at least 226 yards per game if he plays all 17 games that's a big if. Um, Another, but, but that's a good note, though, by the way, just something to think about. Like, this was in a 16-game season. We have an extra game. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking, like, how many quarterbacks did this even, like, last season? Uh, only nine. Only nine quarterbacks threw for over 3,838 yards. 2021, 11 quarterbacks did it. So it's not, like, the easiest number to get to. But, in you know, I was looking at Fields' stats. How many times has he even thrown for 226? How many playing times? Playing 27 games. He's done it three times. Three times. But here's where I'm going pu- to push back a little bit. Rookie year, Matt Nagy in that offense. Okay? That, you just, just throw that away. Last year was his first year with Luke Getze with no weapons. This year, it's, it's almost... And it took Luke how many weeks to exactly, figure out how they wanted to exactly, run Exactly. October. It took him until October and a month into November. Patriots. So it's almost like unfair to look at the old stats to project what he could do with this new offense with a true number one wide receiver still is a very steep goal to, to yeah. reach. But I, I hope... I hope that he can they, surpass Eric Is Kramer. he capable of 4,000 yards in his career one day? Yes. This year, no. I mean, when you A break, lot needs when, to go right. When you break down the, the numbers, though, of what he just said, 226 a game. Right. It's not that Well, and what's funny is much. it's not that much. And the other thing is what I always find funny is we'll all say no to this, and most of the people that you know are logical will say no to it. But when you guys were talking earlier this offseason about what we think – each individual wide receiver, tight end, what their numbers are going to be. 
You know, unless you're shortchanging guys, true, it starts to add up. It starts to get somewhat close. You know, I don't know if we want to go through that whole exercise again, but if you're giving DJ Moore a thousand yards because he's going to be locked in on his guy, or a thousand, I'm going to you know I mean? start adding this up. A thousand, a thousand. DJ Moore, sure. Darnell Mooney. What have we put in Darnell? Yeah. First of all, DJ Moore should be at twelve hundred. Okay, let's twelve hundred. Let's for, do that. Twelve, and I think it's fair. Yeah, we'll get into what the record is for receiving here in a little bit, but 1,200 is fair. Okay. DJ Moore. It should be more than that, but keep going. Darnell Mooney. Where are we putting Darnell at? Can we... 800. 800. 800? I was going to say that's the realistic. We're at 2,000 yards, okay, between two guys. two guys. Right. Okay, let's go to Chase. Chase Claypool. Chase, he's... 500. See, I'm going like... on the five, or maybe the top? 700. 700. I'm okay with five that. is low. Let's go six. Me in the five middle there. Five is low. You want to be in the middle? Let's Cole Komet had yeah, more. he had like five hundred thirty yeah. something. Okay, so yeah. let's let's say six. Okay, twenty six hundred. Okay, we're gonna go to Cole let, Komet. Cole Komet. Five hundred again. You want to put another five? I or think. let's just say. Or well, do you want? Hold on. Okay. Hold on. What did Komet do last year? Five thirty or five fifty yeah. somewhere around there. My buddy six, lost a bet on this. So all right, so so let's do. Chat. Where where's Cole Komet at? I'm adding this up live on the show. What do you think he's gonna get this season? But Robert Tunyon, three hundred. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. see. Let's see. We're, we're I mean, there's some that this. think that Tunyon will get more receiving yards than Cole. So I, I mean, at some I'm, point, I'm, I'm not one of those people. Cole Komet last year. Well, listen, last two years, six twelve, five forty four. Why don't we? Uh, six hundred is nothing. Okay, uh, let's let's put another six. All right. I don't know. With Tunyon on the field, is nothing. More, I feel and like you gave I, Claypool like five hundred. <laughs> I right. Uh, but he also played a game with Trevor Simeon. Like I'm, I'm, just feels. I don't know. So right. I'm, I'm, we're I'm putting pe- Cole at six. Yeah. Thirty two hundred. Yeah. All right. And then Robert Tunyon, three hundred. The lowest in his last two years, he had two hundred four and four seventy. So that's let's, let's just say right in the middle, three hundred. We'll give him three. We'll, we'll even say three fifty. Three fifty, guys. Okay, we're at three thousand five hundred fifty. We right, still now, have, and we haven't dumped anything down dumped to the running backs. The running backs get Tyler like, Scott hasn't gotten a ball. Dante, uh, whoever Dante ends Pettis, up making uh, Jones hasn't gotten a ball. So when you add up the numbers, hypothetically on the that's spot, that's what's funny about it. So will he do it? What about what Mub says? Got to take away two games for Fields getting hurt. Well, but now you have P.J. Walker as the backup. Well, oh, no, but we're, we're, I'm fields, sorry. We're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're talking about. But yeah. that's we're the not thing, in total yeah. yards. I'm sorry. That's the thing. Like, how healthy will will Justin Fields be able to play a full season? It's there's a lot that goes into it. The style of play. <sighs> and your boy, boy, it's attainable. It. But will he get it? No. It's probably going to be somewhere around. Between 32 and 3,500 yards passing. That could still be because good Because he also, too? Justin is also going to run the ball like he does. Yes. That's He's going to have way. a minimum of 800 rushing right, yards. Right, but so, like, last year his comfort level was to take out of there and run. This year his comfort zone hopefully will be, where are you at, DJ? Bang, bang, bang. Like, that's going to happen a lot. So... I mean, if you, you want to be optimistic, and why the hell not? On July the 10th, it's... it's it, I mean, even two, if you went low on all those numbers, you're still getting to 3,000. Yeah, you're still getting, yeah, to 3,000. If you went low on every player we just ran through, you're still going to find your way to 3,000. 3,000 is like you're happy you got a C-minus and, and made it through geometry, <laughs> yeah. which right here, thank you so much. But we want better than that, Mr. Goldberg. If it's three thousand, uh, I don't. I don't want to put him at a thousand rushing again. But 
he may be flirting around there with the way he runs and the way obviously using these weapons it, it's definitely it, it, listen it's they're, they're they're way more set up plus the fact True. you know you know in the next couple of days they're going to sign DeAndre Hopkins all right, and that's let's get to some on. of these other ones because Time they're all going to intertwine Go as ahead, far as this so, conversation so hold on. they're all offensive numbers. trivia back to the uh back to the bears quarter the most touchdowns thrown by a quarterback in bears history we're actually i'd love i love you to do the 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 top two chat top two most quarterback touchdowns thrown in a season what's the most that uh in the history of the let's NFL? go mubs 55 better pick it up it's 55 the most in the history of the nfl manning no, I think uh, we passed 60 Is now, it over 60 we? now? Whatever. The Bears most is 29, <laughs> which is pathetic. Um, and Shy Northside has it. It's Kramer. Nagy's, Nagy's on his game today, as he, he is. is always. 29 for Kramer and 28 for Sid Luckman in 1940. That's so freaking sad. Yeah, these looking at these records, honestly, it was just getting a little depressing. Some of these records that are still here, it's it's nuts, you guys. But so so so. All right, you want to do it? You want to do touchdown catches to get to thirty? How many for Mooney? Six. I mean, how many for? Let's start with DJ Moore. How many for Moore? Uh, well, the record for a Bears wide receiver with touchdowns in a season, I think, is fourteen by Brandon Marshall. Um, mm. Most touch it receiving touchdowns. Um. The oh, most wait, looks like 13. Dick Gordon. I think Marsh. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I did this. Dick Gordon <laughs> and Ken Cavanaugh. Ken Cavanaugh, 1947. Oh, okay, yeah. With 13. That's the most I, ever. I don't see DJ Morgan 13. I mean, I please, like, just. I'm going to say eight. Just please. I'm going to say eight for DJ Moore. Listen, Justin, it's Carm. Please break every single Bears passing record in your career with the Bears. The bar is set super low. You're going to leap over it. You're going to shatter them. And we're all going to be sitting here and just talking <laughs> about it. If we could you- ever get a competent quarterback or an offense, they would shatter all single season and career records. It would not take them long. <laughs> you know, because when you when I was going through these these numbers on who holds these records, a lot of them are from the 2013 Bears, who we all remember for us as Bears fans is the one year where our offense oh, acted like the rest of the league, <laughs> where we had Modern. Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, Martellus, Martellus Bennett, Bennett Forte. Matt Forte, and Jay Cutler, and a decent in O-line. What do you think the most touchdown passes that Ryan Tannehill's ever thrown in a season is? 37. 32. Nick wins. Why did I know that? I don't know. Why does Ryan that? Tannehill, 33 touchdown passes in 2020. Ryan Tannehill, interestingly, because of the era that he's playing in, is 41st all-time in passing yards in the history of the NFL. Isn't that kind of like Yeah, like surprising? you would have been Ryan Tannehill. I mean, top 50. Good for him. I mean, He's a that, wide receiver at one point. I find that kind of amazing. Um, so okay. 29 so, passing touchdowns. So more likely 3,800 yards, 4,000 yards, call it, or 30 touchdown passes? It's the, thir- it's the 30 touchdowns. You think so? Well, and because. I don't. I don't know. I, I'd almost go passing, even though that one's like hard to get. Like, that's a tough one. I'd go passing. 
because they're going to run the ball too. Like Fields going to run the ball, and they're going to they're going to run it with Foreman right. and, and Herbert. When they get in the red zone, they're going to stack the box and force Fields to throw. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so there's two reasons for this. I mean, a lot of this when it comes to the offensive records, there's there's reasons to think that these numbers could be high, even though we're going full meatball session here today, which I love. Um, it's A, the offense is going to be better. As mm-hmm. I mentioned, the one year they were good, named all those good players. I mean, this is the, this is the first year where you could compare talent-wise. You know, 2018, they had a decent offensive year. Mitch Trubisky threw five touchdowns in one game. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was um, new, too. Like, defenses didn't know crazy. exactly what was going on. It was on. the craziest yeah. game I've ever been to. People were, like, holding their heads like they could not believe what wow, they were seeing. The but Mitch was obviously had his limitations. Mm-hmm. Justin's ability is a lot more than what Mitch is, in my opinion. Now, you talk about 2013, all the weapons. This team has similar weapons. Darnell Mooney is your third or second wide receiver, Chase Claypool, whichever interchangeable, whoever your second and third is. We've never had a trio of wide receivers because we're one of only, I think, four teams in the NFL that have three wide receivers that have had 1,000 or more yards in a season. We're one of only four teams with players that can say that. Speak that optimism into existence, brother. Go ahead. Well, I'm just telling you the facts. That's what these guys have done in the league. We can project what Tyler Scott is going to do, but not know. We can project if Valus Jones is going to get better, but not know. These three guys have shown they can do this in this league. Well, yeah, and your record stuff, the most yards the Bears have ever had in one season was 6,109, and that was in 2013. So that included a 1,420-yard season from Alshon Jeffrey catching mm-hmm, the football. Mm-hmm. Um, it included 1,295 yards catching the football from Brandon Marshall. It included 1,339 yards on the ground from Matt Forte. Gosh. Um, they were going you know, off. But not a whole lot more on the ground. I mean, literally nothing. Um Michael Bush had 197 yards. Michael Bush. Yep. And and everything else came from quarterbacks. Josh McCown, my guy, had 69. Nice. Uh, L. Jeffrey had 105. But regardless, that that was that, you know, and Jay, and that team won eight and eight. Team sucked. And let me correct myself (laughs) because I know the chat's going to be all over my ass. Uh And this was a stat I found in January. So forgive me. The Bears are one of four teams in the NFL with three wide receivers to have had 850 plus yards in a single season in their career. Not a thousand, but DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney both have had a thousand. It's uh, Chase Claypool that's fallen short. Yeah. Mm. So I uh, just want to get that corrected. Yep, yep. More likely that Justin throws for 30 or that he breaks the NFL quarterback rushing for touchdown yards, which is 15 from Jalen Hurts. Throws for it's, 30. It's 14. It's, uh, that was incorrect. It's Cam Newton. 14. 14. Yeah. Hurts, those are playoff, includes playoffs with Hurts. Oh, I see, I see. Someone uh, messed the uh, stat up there. That's okay. So, okay, 14, regardless. Cam Newton, 14. He throws for 30 or he rushes for 14. If you had to bet on that, what would you take? Jalen Hurts last year had 15 if you include the the playoffs. That's what he just said, yes. I'm sorry, I'm not listening. (laughs) I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing on this show, but I'm not. So. Yeah, what's your bet on that, 30 or 15? I I hope the 30 because I hope that they've mm -hmm. learned 
from last year's, you know, playing with fire when it comes to, you know, letting Justin do everything. Now, at the same time, if you watch how Jalen Hurts got his touchdowns last year, they'd get in the red zone and mm-hmm. come up with QB some sneak, very no, creative or? ways to easily get him into the end zone. It wasn't like if you run back all of 14 touchdowns Jalen Hurts had, it wasn't like they were putting his his body season on the line, on the line yeah. his body on the line. Well, and look, he does not throw well in tight windows yet. He is super creative with his legs. Inside the five-yard line with him and Foreman and Herbert and maybe even, let's dream it big, Velas on the move, along with, you know, big-bodied receiver, Claypool spread out wide, Mooney's cut. Through. Like, there is a lot of opportunity to, for Justin to absolutely eat down there and get in the end zone a ton if they want to do I it I agree, because mm-hmm. you've also got, and this was something – I don't think I was on the show, but when you were saying no more jet sweeps for Valus Jones, and I and I honestly couldn't disagree more. I'm not trying to put you on the spot spot here, Carm, but that's it's the one thing he's good at. We know for sure on offense he's good at. And even if you don't give him the ball, a guy like Valus Jones and even Chase Claypool to an extent, when you motion them in the backfield, eye candy for the defense. Man. It's got everyone kind of leveraging one way, and then Justin can scamper off the other way and keep it and walk into the end zone. We saw that a couple times last mm-hmm. year when they used Valus as a decoy. So, you know, that's the other way you're going to get him into the end zone. Yeah, by the way, I'm not on blast there. Whatever works. They want to do, use Valus that way, and it works great. I'll, I'll sit here and, and drink a whole lot of Goose Island and enjoy it. CHGO, by the way, is supported <laughs> by the Goose Island Beer Company. Chicago's beer since 1988, the year that Jordan won MVP. Thank you very much. Uh, Get a mic reference in there. Great uh, beer. The, the, beers ro- the beer roster's got the Goose IPA, the Tropical Beer Hug, which is a dry-hopped Imperial IPA with a 9.9% alcohol that's dangerously easy to drink. Get after it. 312 Wheat, the Full Pocket Pills, all of it. Grab an ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or you can head over by CHGO from their tap room, Fulton Street in Westtown, Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. Boom, boom, boom. Nick. So, <laughs> so, Nick, I want what? What? I want to talk to you guys about energy. Great. Okay. The Love chat it. has been so energetic today. And the reason I want to talk to you about energy is because the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping ma- manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. That is exactly right there, Greg. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy saving opportunities like for hvac systems commercial kitchen equipment or industrial processes how does that work second reader (laughs) that's that's me well here's here's how it works an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs Uh, these can be done in person or virtually it lasts approximately 
two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. And if you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash powering biz. Did you say comed.com slash powering biz? You know I did, Greg. Go schedule it today. And for everybody watching, you know that CHEO Bears off-season coverage is brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. You can learn more at comed.com slash powering biz. All right, a couple super chats coming in here from our guy Chris Geitrin, $5. Get swept in the NFC North. Molly whooped, whopped, whopped, whopped. Thank you. Molly whopped. I thought he spelled it wrong and then he didn't and I just read it wrong. Molly whopped by Casey in Carolina. Nine and eight record. Justin has 4,200 total yards, 35 total touchdowns. How are we feeling? Why would we get Molly Watt by Carolina? That's quite an interesting... I mean, the Kansas City thing I get, but why would we get Molly Wap? Well, I'm so confused. Chris, we got Swept in the NFC North. Yeah, so that basically, you're 0-6 there. You lose to KC and Carolina, but win your other nine games. That's a, that's yeah, a, that's a that's crazy That's the most negative, positive super chat we've ever had in our lives. Swept in the NFC North. Molly Wap by Carolina. Answer his question. How are we feeling? Confused. <laughs> Confused is not a feeling. It's not? Sad, hurt, angry. I think you know you Joy. Have, wait, confused isn't a feeling? No, it is not. You're confused. That is not a feeling. State there are five feelings. Flustered? Sad. That's not a feeling either. Is that either. a feeling? No. Five feelings. There's only five Joy. feelings. I have way more than you five would not, feelings. You would, you, would, you, would, you would be, would you be hurt with that happening? Would you be angry? These are feelings. Would Can I sad? borrow a feeling? <laughs> Anyone? What yes. do you got? Mill Simpsons. Millhouse is down. Yeah. I just can't accept that confused isn't a feeling. There's only five <laughs> feelings. I can't get off of this. <laughs> I, I mean, what's confusing about that? That confused is not a feeling. Conf- you're confused. That would mean that you're hurt. That means that you're angry. That might mean that you're sad. Pick one of the, what is the confusion? I'm you, hurt. You're hurt. So you'd be hurt by that. Would yeah, because be- we can't get swept in the NFC North. That means we lost to Green Bay, which we cannot do. You'd be hurt and angry. There are 27 categories of emotion. That's the categories of emotion, not this feelings. This is just like the gum thing, where you guys thought the gum was bad for this me, and then nothing like science the and medicine said otherwise. Literally nothing like the gum thing. Couldn't be less like the gum thing. The gum thing was a wives' tale. This, these are there are five feelings: joy, sadness, hurt, anger. See, Rob, according to new science, there are twenty-seven feelings. Wait, twenty-seven. Okay. No, I, I think he's just reading. Chris, what if that said. happened, I would be thrilled. I would feel joy that Justin cr- crossed 4,000 yards. That's how I would feel. You would know Justin's your guy, I think. Even yeah. if you get molly by KC Carolina, get swept by the NFC North, I think you would know that Justin's your guy. You can pay him and get some more talent around him with the two first-round draft picks you have in 2024 and hopefully be in a good place going forward. Thank you. All right, next one. We tried. Monsi, I love this one. Uh, four ninety nine. If Justin goes for four thousand, Carm has to go buy the pitch black just for men and dye his hair or go bald. 
Well, he's already agreed to shave his head, but we can dye his hair first and then shave his head just I mean, for kicks. I mean, Monty, look at he how. He throws for 4,000 yards. We can do whatever we at, want. To look come. at how good the QB slide comes across with my beautiful. Well, why don't you show it? Your arm's like leaning over it. Just, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> silver fox. Look at the, silver fox. I mean, silver fox. fox. You don't want to mess with this thing. Look at this thing. It's it's straight adorable. Um, straight adorable. I mean, okay. I mean, actually, honestly, I would I would way rather dye my hair black than 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 shave it. For if you're giving me that option, so Monty, I'm in. Somebody brought up in the chat, you know, for the Bears to surpass thirty touchdowns on the season. An average of two touchdowns a game, two passing touchdowns a game. Less. 1.7. All right. That's what I'm saying. Get you 34 was what I was going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which passes so you, Tannehill. Not that crazy. So what are we saying? Are you, were you going to throw out some hair thing for no, me? No, I just, no, there's no hair thing. You just, just one, what's, to be technical, it's 1.76 touch, touchdown passes per game. So he's That's what's just so funny. Like when we talk about, oh, they can break records, and people are like, oh, you guys are being ridiculous. The records the Bears have offensively are not any team's record. Like they're so attainable by any other team's measure of standard, Low except bar. for here in Chicago, where we just cannot even, you know, fathom what a normal offense, a normal functioning offense in this day and age NFL looks like. There'd be seven touchdowns in, in, in four games if we're just doing a little bit of math here. Uh, Willie Beeman, $5. Cutler at 3,812 yards in 2014. If he doesn't get hurt, easily passes 4,000 passing yards. And bold prediction is, t- is Tunyon has more touchdown catches than Komet. That's true. Um, and one thing I will never go at Jay Cutler for, dude – Dude played. He was tough. Don't, don't give me that Packers BS with the knee. Guy literally couldn't plant and throw. Um, I will never say that Jay wasn't tough. I'll say a lot of other things about Jay, but he not that. Tough SOB. So, so Braggs had a great topic that he wanted to talk about, which is. Hey, hold on. I'm in our super chat. No, uh, one we more. Do that. Yeah. Let's just save that for another day. You want to save that? Yeah, yeah let's save it. You for, for, yeah, we should save we it. We got. Few more days. Here, hit up okay. Johnny Rampage. Rampage, four ninety nine. What's All up, right. Johnny? Carmen Braggs <laughs> need to box for charity. We Tension is to too Pearl high. Gonzalez about this. Can't have this <laughs> yeah. bad energy going into camp. Figure it out, boys. Rampage. Figure it out. We're fine. They're, Rampage. We're he good. He started it. That's why I'm in the middle. I went to. I sat at lunch with this guy the other day and watched him ruin the world by just wasting plastic cups and 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 drinking. And I took his salad. <laughs> And, and, and he stole my salad. Like, I ordered a salad because he was paying, and, 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 a, and a flatbread. So, you know, you get the salad comes out first, and then his salad and the flatbread were going to come together. The salad comes, Brad just grabs it and, goes, and literally touches every tomato on the plate <laughs> with his hands. I don't want these there. tomatoes. I'm like, that's my salad, but <laughs> now it'll be your salad because you have accosted the tomatoes who are upset yeah, at you. I don't need no tomatoes. <laughs> But no, we're good. You should have told. But them. I am excited for the season to start. <clears throat> um, it's going to be a lot of fun, and me and Carmen are good. <clears throat> He's just wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> so, so the, some of the records. I want to finish with the records. Okay, okay we got all right. these other records. Okay, okay, we don't Greg. have to like comb, you know, fine tooth comb I, I got all a, of them. Okay, I was. We'll bore. just finish strong on the records. Go ahead, finish strong with so, the records. Your show. You know, obviously, that's right. 
I'm the captain. <laughs> I'm the um, captain now. Justin Fields obviously almost broke just short of Lamar Jackson's mm-hmm. 1,206 rushing yards. Uh-huh. We all are kind of at this point as Bears fans and us here on the show. I don't know exactly where you guys stand, but I'm sure you do. That we don't even want him to come near this record. Not anymore. But I guess my thought on this was as much as I don't want Luke Getze to mess with this and, like, push this, it, Justin Fields is going to get close to 1,000 rushing yards again just because of who he is. He breaks off 60-yard runs in his sleep half the time. So I'm not rooting for it. Like, how many rushing yards do you think he's going to average a game? I think it's at least 60. Six, yeah, 67. Because he breaks off there. a 30 or 40 yard run right away every game. That would give him 1,020 yards on the season. Exactly. And that's what. And so the other point about it was they weren't running him for the first month and a half of last season. It wasn't until they changed the offense to cater to what he was doing best where they're doing all these different things. And Justin was like, oh, I I honestly felt like Justin Fields unlocked something that I don't even know if he knew he was capable of. Because in the first, his rookie season with Matt Nagy, it wasn't like he was anywhere close to 1,000 yards or running all over the place. Then last year, we're seeing these unbelievable runs week after week against the Dolphins and Lions. I think he is going to come close to 1,000, if not surpass it again. If he were to stay healthy, which is a huge if in his position, he's going to come close to this again as much as I don't want him to. What's also impressive about what he did last season is that during that stretch, defenses knew they had to stop Justin Fields on the ground, and they just simply couldn't. Like, they just could not do it. After that that New England game, then you get Detroit and Miami. Like, you don't think those defenses knew that they had to stop Fields on the ground? Of course they did. And yet he's still able to do what he did during right. that span. So I think if Luke gets, he's smart. He, Justin Fields should run the ball still. It should be a part of the offense. He's got to be strategic with it. But like you said, Greg, like he has that capability. They accumulate that pretty fast. They do. They, they definitely do. So it's, he may come close, but hopefully the, passings are also, the passing numbers are also going up as well. Well, let's also remind ourselves you have a brand-new right tackle in Darnell Mooney. You have you keep Jesus. Everyone I am. Darnell I am really Mooney. messed up. I mean, not you, even close. This is like the third person you've called Darnell Mooney. He loves Darnell Mooney. I mean, Mooney, right? What's the difference? <laughs> brand new right tackle, brand new right guard, brand new center, brand new left guard. The only guy on that line that played the same position last year is Braxton Jones. My point is that if they don't come together quick, you're gonna be running a lot. True. Right. And yeah. you're yeah. learning chemistry with your wide receivers as well. So. You right. Know? Now, if they do come together, he's not, he won't touch 60 yards a game. Because his. Chem- Absolutely will. He gets 40 literally blindfolded. One run, 40 yards, bam. Every time. That's okay. why hammering the over on him with whatever they put out for his rushing yards a game. It was, it, it was, was I, he did it every week. It wasn't even close. It wasn't until he was hurt that you had to be skeptical of if he was going to hit that. I'm just telling you that if they get to where they want to get to, it's going to look a whole lot different. Right, but that that probably realistically Realistic, isn't going to happen this year. Correct. They're going to have to do I'm, what they got to do again. I'm with you. However, at some point, and hopefully it'll be this year, but probably not, 
he will be able to sit back comfortably in the pocket like he did in college when nobody thought he was a running quarterback, and he's going to be slinging that thing all over the place. Um, that'd be, yeah. That'd be that's, 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 on, what, that's what they want. That's on Luke Getzey because everybody like says this is all on Justin Fields to take that next step. It's just as much on Luke Getzey. Because if I were to ask any of you or anybody in the chat if Justin Fields was on the San Francisco 49ers last year, how would he have done? He would have put unbelievable numbers up and probably won MVP. Do you disagree if he was on the 49ers last year? That he would have won the MVP? Yeah. That's a bold statement. But, but hey, it's, a, it's, really not, it's not out of the realm of – realistic Listen. possibility and that's because of the way they scheme that offense and that's what Luke Getzey needs to figure out I mean how to scheme to give Justin Fields easy throws and utilize what he does great don't give me that I'm look. giving you that look because he, he still needs to process the field faster to be <clears throat> what you're calling an MVP quarterback that's the look and it's a fair look for a 49ers type offense they eliminate some of that where they ski sure could have you just could have you handed off to Debo and, and done little quick hitters with him and well, they and, do and, these like rollouts I got where it. guys are flooding to one side and you have the one it, two three option you know is so right is the ceiling for Justin Fields the an MVP in the league is that how high he can get to is that, is that too high I think that's fair that one day he could be an MVP but let's just keep it in perspective here somewhat He's thrown for over 226 yards three times in his career, as Nick underlined. He, he, he hasn't thrown for 2,500 yards in a season. All right? Let, let, let's just – I mean, he was unbelievable, historic last year on the ground. Mm-hmm. And we all know that he could throw the football. And we all know that he was in a horrible situation the last two years. And, that it, it, and we're finally getting to a point where he's hopefully getting more you know, comfortable with – who he is in the NFL, but it's just you know, come on, huge, 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 huge leap Thank needs you. to be made. Final right. stat, I just want to shout out quickly. one more stat: the Bears team rushing yard record was broken last year with 2,975, and I really feel like we didn't touch on that because it was the last week of the season. They mm-hmm. actually broke it on the Valus Jones jet sweep, and I think it kind of got swept under the rug because of the number one pick. Sweet. Yeah, the sweep. You like that pun? That was just totally unintentional. (laughs) That's just what I do. And, you know, I, A, don't feel like we talked about that at all, really, or enough. And they broke the 1984 record with Walter Payton. Probably because they won three games. Okay, but it was, no, it was because of the number one pick. That was why we didn't talk about that. Well, it's also a hard team to celebrate when they won three Not games. Not celebrating anything. It was just interesting that you they broke the record. So, you, I, you know, you I do, think you that's want to celebrate 2,975 rushing total yards for a te- as a team last year. Admit it. Can they get 3,000 yards? You want to feel joy by that record, but instead you feel anger because it wasn't no, celebrated. I don't. I just think it's notable. You moron. That's <laughs> 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 great ending super of the show. Let, super chat. Uh, $5 from Keith. What's up, Keith Franklin? Problem with Carm going on with the Bears have four O line, either new or new positions. He ignored. They did the same last year with far worse talent. Hey, Keith, I hope you're right, brother. They, 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 listen, Darnell Wright should be. Talent you know, should be better. Should, they, they, the only thing I'm really worried about with the line is can Tevin stay healthy and can Cody uh, 
slide back over and, and snap the ball and correctly. snap the ball correctly. <laughs> so it, fair point, Keith. They, they they certainly have more talent on that line right now. You're absolutely correct. Who else we got here? Brent uh, Brendan Henderson, five dollars. Thank you, Brendan. Never mind the fact that basically every 49ers quarterback died last season. Laugh my ass off. Excellent point. Good point. <laughs> well, Purdy Purdy had a borderline MVP season for the. Mr. Irrelevant. See, there you go. There you go. You make there fun you, of me there. about and give he's me what an SP on Wednesday, possibly. Uh, Chubbs coming in here. Yeah, Chubba Lubble. Uh, Willie, real quick. Let's do uh, Willie. Let's first. do Willie we'll first. With Chubbs. Willie Beeman jumping twenty-eight feet. My name but is Willie. Jordan. Willie Beeman. Make the ladies. Okay. He um, doesn't even know what we're referencing because he only the, knows who was the, who was the long jumper that Jordan talks about in uh, Bob. Beeman. Bob Beeman. Bob Beeman jumping 28 feet. It's one of the great moments in Michael Jordan video time. Uh, Willie, thank you for the chat. Justin had the fourth highest QBR week, 7 through 18. He's okay. I like I like you underlining that, Willie. That's uh, that, great. Hopefully yep. we'll do it That's all season long. That's when Getsy curtailed the offense. Mm-hmm. John Davis, $5. Frankly, I'm just excited to see Mooney with more taking some attention off of him. Yes, I agree, John. That's going to hopefully be a high point. Exactly. Can I agree more? And then my guy Chubbs ends our show here with, who cares about stats? All that matters is winning. Well, guess what, Chubbs? Good stats equal more wins. Breaking news. The more touchdowns you score, the more <laughs> games you win so stats are important if you don't get any stats and your quarterback has a 1.3 quarterback rating which is a stat you suck and you don't win games is that a brags breaking could have been a brags breaking <laughs> not really already here it's been here yeah, the whole show true. do you have any more stats you want to get out there nope, that's i think will, will that, you be doing i mean it? i think that's it of all the ones we we combed over here will you be doing a spaces on your the stats no, that we did i haven't get to? been doing spaces as much lately i don't know i think there's like a glitch with the spaces and and i think they're only you can only be on recorded spaces so i'm not it's too dangerous to be on spaces if they're recorded if they're uh, not recorded i'll go on there and talk all day but okay, that's recorded enough. spaces, that's, that's, we didn't need I'm not trying to go on d- there. Dissertation on your spaces. My, that's my fault. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for watching. We're back tomorrow. Corey Wooten will be on the show. We'll touch on what's going on over at Northwestern. More stuff coming out today that um, you know, Wood can definitely speak on. So we will uh, touch on that tomorrow along with a ton of Bears talk, as per always, because this is the CHGO Bear Show. Nick, it was great to be with you today. <laughs> it was great to be with you, <laughs> well, well, Yeah, you it two, was great. It you, was great to be with you, Nick. You too, Gregory, my, my buddy, my hero. Um, cross your legs. It's really an aggressive situation that you're doing over there. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Hey, thanks for watching and uh, tell a friend about CHGO Bears. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and we will see you tomorrow.